What is not giving? Yes. It's giving. Do you see me? <laughs> Let the <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Life in Black and White on the Tea with Nikki. Today we decided we're going to talk about the misconception of contraception. Or the contraception misconception. Nice alliteration. Yeah. Right. I thought, yeah, I thought there was this nice little... Title. Oops, lost the word there. Title. Misconception of contraception. Yes. I like the alliteration. I think because you and I both have had our bouts with contraception and our own experiences. Like, I was on the Yaz for about two years, the pull. And then now I've been on a cup of tea. This is my second time now. So it's like seven years now. So it's not hormonal. And then you did. I did. Oh, yeah. So you I did, did all of them. Yeah, basically. So I did the pull. I did the implant. Yeah. I did. I missed it. I missed it. I need to get my nails there. Yeah. Oh, I didn't did the implant the as well. No, I didn't do the patch. But then I also did the injection and. Oh, yeah. The la- the injection and the uh, implant did not work for my body. Oh. Yeah, I was on my period for a long time. Yes, you said, weren't you having to take the pull at one point with the implant? Yes. Um, did you just stop eating? Yeah, but yeah. you said you got your period for like six months when you had the implant. Four months. Four months. Mm. You're not the only person I've heard that because as well, um, I don't know if women should say names. Friend of mine, goes, oh, it is that out. I'll like blanket. No, I'll be like, um, she also got the implant, also didn't got a period like every day, constantly, and then was put on the pole. For me, that just sounds counterintuitive. Like, you have an implant, which is contraception. So, why are you now taking the pull on top of that? It's so bad for you. It also causes so much inflammation in your body. I think that's, that's one of the reasons I actually stopped. Um, taking any form of contraception. Um, like I just needed to give my body a break. And then I noticed how less heavy I felt. Like I also noticed like um, with the pull, I would get a lot of water retention. Like mm. by the time summer came, my ankles were like triple in size. So, like my arms would be sore to touch. Really? Yeah. Like they would be so sore. Like if I touched them, they'd be painful. My legs would be really sore. And then I was like, this is, something's not right here. Something is rusting in the state of Denmark. Yeah. You know, in the state of Shakespeare. Um, but then I watched. It's called. It's called this, this. It's this podcast called The Grapevine okay. um, on YouTube, and they were talking about the coronation um, of what's this contraception, um, and the don't want to get. I don't want to say this wrong, um, but how black black women in the states at the time, mm-hmm. um. They're talking about contraception and fertility yeah. um, in black women at the time. And they were basically just saying that, like, the pull is a form of poison in your body because you're not supposed yeah. to have all of that information in your body. Yeah. Like, that's bad for you. Well, with yes, also, there's been so many cases that have come out about yes. And now they, I don't know why gynecologists and doctors still prescribe this because another person that we know. She was on Yaz and found that she had blood clots. So she also wasn't able to fly. Those cases, blood clots. I was on Yaz and then when I went off, do you remember what I went through for about four years? So I stopped, it was 2014. So I was what, 
turning 21. Mm. What is it? Yes. No. Yes. No. 21 is 2015. So I was 20 and I went off the pole and I didn't get my period for six months. And then I would get it one month. Then I wouldn't for another like three months. Then I would get it. Then I wouldn't for like another three or two months. And it was like that for about two years. I never had a problem with skin before. Ever since I went off the pole, I've been having troubles with my skin. I'm still bad and was it with doing much better now. Mm, so as we can see. Shout out to Sasha Adams. Hey, Sasha. <laughs> and I had back knee, dude. I've never in my life had back knee before. And I would get embarrassed going to the gym or to change rooms. I'll never forget. So another Sasha that we friends with, I remember I went with her to the gym. And we trained at like some kind of... It was in Weinberg. It was like one of the rugby gyms, whatever. It's a really nice, like, small gym. And I went into the showers and I didn't want to take my top off to shower because I had so much back knee. I was so embarrassed of my body. I blew up. Do you remember how much water retention I had? Like, you could see it wasn't wet. It was, I just got puffy. And then I put on 10 kilograms that I just couldn't lose. And I was, I still, remember how active I was? Like, still am, but like, it was just after the time I was dating. Yeah. Um, and that person, remember, was super into gym. Yeah. So I was still in that mode and I just put out 10 kilos and I just couldn't do anything about it, no matter what I did. And it was just so hard. So then I also wasn't on a contraception for a while. And then until I got in my other relationship and my mom was like, you need to be on something. Yeah. But cup of tea is also not, not a picnic, eh? So many girls I know try. I know someone... They try to do it. They couldn't. They just couldn't for like two months because essentially a cup of tea it gets put in your uterus, and uh, so it's a urinary intercourse. I think that's what's called. You're not urinary, uterinary. One of those. But they've got pearls now as well. She got to put in two months. She couldn't do it because I know for me also for the first two three months your period is heavier, much heavier, cramps because obviously. What your uterus does is mean it expels what yeah, it is in there. It's a foreign object. It's a foreign object. So it's trying to expel it. So I just remember it was a period of about 10 days. And then you'd get random spotting throughout. But now I'm fine. I don't feel it. There's no pains. My periods have actually gotten shorter now. Mm-hmm. So I think my body's just normalized now after all the pulls because it took me about five years of up and downs. I was doing natural hormone therapy for a while as well just to that. get it. I was measuring my temperature every day. I was taking hormone shots. I was doing vitamin B injections just to try and get my hormones back to like normality. Sure, friend. And like this, but this is not a single case story. How many women do we know that were on the pool and they off the pool? They try other contraceptions. Why is the onus always on women to be the ones taking contraception? Because you can't trust that other gender to do nothing. Do you know what I mean? Like, no offense. That's why I say the contraception misconception. Because the onus is on us. Because it's just you assume, oh, she's on pull. Did you know that you can get a mastectomy? Vasectomy. Mastectomy is the boot. Vasectomy reversed for men. For men. You can get it reversed. So they can slip their tubes. And then get a reversal. But for you, it's perfect. You can yeah. yeah, yeah. Once you tie also, your tubes, woman, I don't think you can undie them. And then also, um, you they they don't allow you to tie your tubes until you're like 30 or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And if you're married, you need your husband's permission or something like that. You need your husband's permission. And stand to be corrected. We need to Google that fact. Um, but where's my phone? Let us Google it now. Um, if you're married, like you, you need to sign up for those parties. Your husband's permission to get your ovary. Yeah, it's, it actually comes up here. It's, it's get your tubes tied. No. A woman does not require a partner ask them permission to get sterilization. This isn't South Africa. Because mm. I wouldn't mind, I had a friend, um, the one, so I have a, fr- a friend of mine, I won't mention her name, um, had a cryptic pregnancy. So she didn't know she was pregnant. She didn't know she was pregnant at all, at all. Nothing changed. And like, she, her boobs didn't grow. Her stomach still got her period. She got her period. She was on the injection. She was on the injection, right? Um, then I get a mysterious like text from her that says, Hey, I see, um, can I see you this weekend? There's something I need to tell you. And I don't want you to hear it from somebody else. Now I'm going crazy. Then I'm like, you can't start a message like that. It's, like, tell me now. Right. So I phone yeah. her and she's like, no, no, no. Like, it's better if you just come to me. So I go to her house and I remember like knocking on her bedroom because it was opening the door and there was a baby on the bed. Right. So the baby was too big to be hers because I'd seen her a couple of months before. So I was like, which child is this? And then she was like, it's mine. And I'm like, who's, no, like you, there's no way this it's child not been you. This, this is not your baby. She was like, I see, look at me. Look, actually look at me. Stop looking at the baby. Look at me. And then there she has a newborn on her chest. And then I'm like, when did you give birth? And then she was like, two weeks ago. And I was like, what do you mean? When were you pregnant? And she was like, I don't know. I just had that like, stand. Imagine going into labor without even realizing that you were pregnant. You just, bro, your water just breaks and you're like, did I just piss myself? Oh, so she, she went into labor because she went, she, she went to shock when they told her she was pregnant. She, she got hospitalized because so she had back pain. Like, and the back pain kept intensifying. So she went to the hospital. They're like, see, you're pregnant. <laughs> do you like eight and a half months pregnant? Um, and she was like, excuse me? Um, and they're like, yeah, you're pregnant. And she was like, I'm not pregnant. They showed her the scan. She went into labor and she, she, she suffered with a lot of depression because she couldn't, she couldn't accept it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like she's gone to all of this and she's like, I've just had a child. Um, now I have two kids, um, under, under, under three because Mibuya is, Mibuya's just turned two. Um, and now, now the little girl. And then her oldest daughter, and she's just like, I, I actually can't do this. I've just gone back to school. I've like picked up my life again. And the dad, the child's father lives in PE, so they're doing long distance. <sighs> she literally just sent him a text with a picture of the baby. Man, <laughs> he told like that it's a dad as well. It's like, oh, by the way, he was confused. He knew confused. Yeah, he knew by. Well, he's, he's good. He's no, good. he's a very hands-on, like very, very hands-on. Um, he wants them to get married. She wants to hear nothing of it. He like he's he's like he's always says like I want us to to get married because he wants to adopt her her eldest lady. But she doesn't. She doesn't want to. She doesn't want to. And what did you do about your contraception? Because you were on the implant, the injection. What was the last one you were on? I was on the pull. I was on which one? Basal. Okay, that always worked well for me. Things went awry when I would switch it up. Always, but minus the inflammation, the headaches, the weight gain, just there was a lot. And then I gained a lot of weight on the 
on what's this uh, implant. Yeah. I think I gained like five or seven kilograms. Same happened to our friend that I said that got mm. the implant and had to take the pill as well. Yeah. It's just like, Ended up taking it out and then I then went on the injection, worst decision I ever made. I gained so much weight. And then when I took it out, like my weight regulates again. Mm. Well, the weight gain that I have now is all me. Do you understand? <laughs> it's all me. But um, like I don't have, I don't suffer as much as I used to mm. as well. Are you on like, contraception now? No. I don't want to. But so they, the reason why I also say the misconception of contraception is because oh, my other nail just broke. Oh, no. Uh, uh, how did you do that? It bends. I hate when it bends. Um, but so like condoms are obviously a form of contraception. So men, should men just like carry those around on them since they don't take the pull? Speaking of them, also not taking... You should also carry condoms. Yes. Because you are actively participating as well. And if you guys are going to be doing the deal and you're not on anything. Mm -hmm. um, But also if you're sitting with someone for the first time, you should just use a condom because STDs are a thing. That's an unwritten rule. It's like, I don't understand why people just rock out here, out here in these streets, Bradley. Hey, you don't know what someone got. Why you breathe? Like, and I don't understand that because, again, like, as, 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 as a youth, right, you can't say that government didn't at any point spend a ton of money on, on sex education. On sex education. Like, if there's one thing that they do, did really well, that it, it, you understand, like, um, statistics as well, um, with TV shows as well, in terms of their forms of education. So why are you whining out? Yeah. And, but... So there's men that have condoms. That's their only form of contraception. You know, they started doing trials for a male contraceptive or a man pull. Mm. It's for them to have the pull. Do you know what the feedback from the trials were and why they didn't continue? I don't know if they still are continuing, but I know that one of the trials they were considering not because of the feedback where they had mood swings, they got a headache, they got like cramps or whatever. They... Put on weight that should and suffer. also this is literally every single side effect whenever you get the pull or any contraceptive that is the side effects that's what women go through we like get mood swings and it's also not 100 percent foolproof i spoke to someone else the other day her partner and her had an oopsie within two weeks of them moving in together they weren't planning to have kids or anything she was on the pool two weeks later they moved in she fell pregnant what would be my origin like origin like villain rk like Yo, I speak to the Lord all the time. I'm like, Siri, let's not do things here. Like, don't do it. Me, I am responsible. Don't plant strangers in my... Like, uh-uh. No, yeah. no, 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 no. But I mean, how ridiculous. So it's just expected then the woman must take the pull, the contraception. But then men started doing these trials. And they don't want to do it because they got mood swings and headaches and all that stuff. Worse. So they can get their tubes tied. They're trying to get a male pull and guys are still also like, you speak to a lot of guys and they are waiting to do it and they see the investment, but would they take it? No. Come now. And would they be regularly taking it? Really? Really. My brother's not on the shoes, Brian. Like, on the pull, you have to take it at the same time every day. Like, you know, like nine o'clock every day. Like, 
we are way more diligent in terms of remembering things than that gender. I'm sorry. Like, I wouldn't trust, if, if I had a partner, I wouldn't trust them to take a contraceptive at the same time every day. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I just, I just wouldn't. I'm not putting my life in your hands. Yeah. I would rather put it in my own. At least I control that. Then what happens, happens. But I'm also quite bad with pills. So I have to take, obviously, loads for my rheumatoid arthritis and, like, Sometimes I forget to take the polls and Matt says, he's like, I'm so glad that you have a UID and not the poll because if we were, if you were just on the poll, we'd be pregnant. Because I'm so bad. I do have an alarm on my watch and stuff, but I'd not get busy. No ways. Do, do not expensive well, nappies are. No, but I'm not on the poll, so don't worry. I'm just saying. But are you saying if I was on the pole? If you were on the pole, do you know how expensive nappies are? That is the biggest contraceptive. Just huh? walk in kits. Check the, what's that, the needle, that, that baby yeah. formula. Ah, how much is That thing is $4.99. I stand to be created. $4.95. Then there's still a pack of nappies. Those things poop all the time. Yeah. Right? It's like 10 times a day. Excuse me, what am I doing my clothes on Sotomelist? If I still have to buy nappies. Um, when am I getting my nails done? If I'm buying baby formula. And it's not like you buy it once, it's, it's weekly, uh, every second week. Nappy is probably like every day, unless you buy and like balls of it from Macro. No, I'm for the streets in the meantime. God, I'm not for the babies. And the Lay on the streets, breaking the shoe. And you're not contributing anything to that. <laughs> Hello, Matt's going to be Hello. Hello. Hey, man, I was doing. That was good. Do you want to come get involved in our contraception discussion? Sure, man. Oh, yeah. You still? What do you think about the male pool? <laughs> you should have never tried it. <laughs> Shouldn't have tried it. <laughs> well, luckily, he doesn't have to take it. Because you're not a cup of tea. Yeah, too. But I was having a discussion um, with a colleague of mine yesterday where I told him that this was the topic that we were going to have. And his um, ex-girlfriend, she had endometriosis. How is the pill also the only form of helping people with endometriosis? I don't know. It's the only thing that helps to prevent it from spreading because apparently every time that you have your periods and endometriosis, the um, cysts grow. No. So the pill helps to mediate that to, so that it like, prolongs it essentially so it doesn't get to a bad point. But the pill, what it does in everything else in your body, how is this the only form of like medication? Do you know how easy they also give out the pill? They, no, yeah, like, oh, you have your skin, here you go. Mm. Oh, you one regular period, here you go. Like, mm. I remember for me to get on the pool, it was just the easiest thing. I just said, yeah, okay, I understand contraception, but it's just kind of like regular periods as well. They literally will just sign you. You can get it from a GP. And like, from my the thing clinic as well. I went on it because I had very heavy periods and because like, remember I was still dancing then yeah. and it was just and really it helps with that yeah imagine you're doing a lift now there's you with the red robots do you know what I mean it's, it's, it's happened to me before like I, I was doing a play I was standing in front of the class and, and play, you know those types of pink right mm -hmm. literally did a play full play went down and I was like whoa 
I had to, I had to leave. And luckily, like Mervyn understood he had a daughter, he had a daughter. So like I took a shower and like, it, I used to have horrible periods before I went on the boat, like horrible. They were heavy. Well, now that you're not on anything, how are they now? Fine. I feel like as you get older, it kind of improves. But the, PM, the PMS gets worse. Does it? You think so? Yeah, I know. Like my PMS is frightening. Like I think I'm, I'm pregnant every month. Even though I know better, like I guess like myself. Why do you keep pregnant? Because there's literally no way. So last month I was in the office. I kid you not. Um, I was in the office last month, right? And something just did not smell right, friend. I could smell bulltong, right? Like the whole office smells. So you like thought you were being like pregnant senses? No, let me like just pregnant senses. The, the first thing that happened is my boobs like tripled in size. I'm very flat chested, as we know. <laughs> like I don't have boobs. This is an illusion. Right. And like, my boobs got so big. And I remember my cousin was like, what is happening? And then my jeans weren't fitting me. Like they were really tight around my waist. And I was like, what is going on? And then in the office, the last straw was the bolton thing. I went around going, looking for somebody who was eating bolton. I was like, someone is eating bolton. And they're like, where are coming from? I don't know, but no one did said it except me. And I was like, someone, someone is eating bolton. Maybe it. I was not craving bolton. I, I, I was not. I looked for that person. Everyone, everyone was like, I see, are you okay? And like, are you pregnant? I'm and like, they were like, no, I'm not. I'm no, like, okay. I cost that after the name of the Nord. Like, <laughs> take that away from me. I'm not okay. <laughs> I was not fine. I went to the bathroom. There was my period. I also cried for three hours on end, like the day before. <laughs> yeah, I've watched um, those KZN graduation videos. Okay. Do I not cry? You know, it's just, so this is not... I think it was coming to our period and PMA is talking about it. I think I was sitting there one time and I don't know what. I was just like, I feel like a good cry. Because you know, sometimes you do when you speak. Yeah, I should feel my cries. But I didn't want to do like, I didn't want a sad cry. I wanted like a good, like happiness cry. So I kind of, I like blocked off work early. Sorry <laughs> if anyone wants you. It was like half an hour or something. There wasn't a lot. And I was just like, I just need to like sit and have this good cry. So <laughs> for like an hour, I was sitting watching America's Got Ten and Golden Buzzer You moments. see, we're the same. Like, and you're wow. And I was like, so beautiful. Like, it's just so much work in the store. And there were things that just got me. And it was the funniest thing because Matt also just walked in at some point while I was sitting there, like on the couch, like, who's mm-hmm. like happy? <laughs> What did I just walk into? And I was like, there is a happy James. I'll like, just watch this video. And I was like, oh my God, here it goes again. That happened to be Michelin. Michelin and I at work, oh, my colleague, we were doing a review of something and she was just on my case that day and I just couldn't take it. I was like, Michelin, if you do this one more time, I will cry. I can't even remember what she said. She felt so bad. But then I literally burst into tears. Like it was an ugly cry. I was like, the world is horrible. And I like fully, fully, fully But that's why, I, that's why I was like, I was like, I need to, need to cry. But I don't want it to be like watching something sad and being like, oh, the world's horrible. Actually, there's good people. I was watching that till I can dance with the one lady. Yeah. That always makes me cry. I like his story because she's beautiful. The way he moves. And literally, I remember when Matthew showed it to me, I just started crying. And then he showed me the beginning of the video because I only watched the dance. And then I watched the beginning and then the music started. And I stood up and I was like, no, I'm going to stop crying again. I cried for about 10 minutes after it. He's a beautiful So beautiful. I mean, there was another part which really got to me in the 
um, you know, those golden buzzer moments was there's a, there was a sister who had this younger brother, can't remember, he um, was mentally handicapped and they were told he was never ever going to communicate. And so she taught him American Sign Language so that he could communicate and he can say some words sometimes. And so she got, she started this like group on who wants to learn American Sign Language. And she said she was just so, you know, amazed with the turnout, how many people wanted to. And they all took to the stage and it's people with all different kind of, you know, um, disabilities. There were people with Down syndrome, people in wheelchairs, people with cerebral palsy, all stuff. And they're all signing and they're singing that The Greatest Showman song, that this is real, this is me, I'm exactly real. And I was like, oh my God. This is so human to be. This is so kind. All the judges were It was, they were just like, this was one of the most beautiful things that we'll ever forget. And, and it's just human elements. Seeing the impact and how these people were just so unapologetically themselves. And I was like, what do I have to be upset about in this world? Mm. Did you cry some? Yes, I did. Thank you. And when I watched it again with Matt, I cried <laughs> again because I was like, you yeah. have to watch this. A lot of change feels just a little bit. Okay. Um, remember last night who was sitting on, on, over at there, the table, at the, at the table, yeah. dining room table. Yes. Um, I lost English for a bit and we were talking about, so both you and I have male best friends. Yeah. Right. And we were talking about, um, the dynamic, our dynamics with them and their people in their lives. Yeah. Um, and how, how that affects you and how you've navigated life. Cause You've been friends with Jake for? It'll be 18 years now. Since we were 10. Since you were 10. Since we were 10. 18 years. That's a long time. Nah. Yeah, that's your whole life. Yeah. Been friends with him since second year. So I think that's also going on like 11 years. That's on me. Very, very long. Like, the wild. And like we were saying that like, the first thing people ask you, um, if you have a male best friend, is if you've like hooked up or yeah. something, which is, don't be weird. What are you doing? Make, don't make no. Like, why would you do that? Yeah. Like, have you had partners where they haven't understood that you've got a male best friend? Yeah. Um, one said he was fine with it, but then he really wasn't. He got a bit jealous. Um, but it's just, because we were close and saw things that they that were. Other one, I think he was a little bit unbothered, but then that one, I sort of pulled away also from a lot of friendships. Mm. It was in high school. Mm. Not pulled away, but just sometimes when you get in a new relationship, you kind of get all into it. So they don't see him as much. But I mean, we've both had our times where he got in a relationship where he also didn't seem as much as what I used to, but I know that Every time he did get into a relationship, he would always say, like, I this gold best friend. Like, we go have coffee together and we go have sushi together. Like, we will chill just us two. Like, this is my best friend and, like, nothing is going to change that. Mm-hmm. Like, it just is what it is. But, like, there's nothing to worry about. But this this is just, like, my best, one of my best friends and this is how it's going to be. Like, we are very close. And also, like, I know you the same as well is that, like, with the friendship, it's kind of like also a different one. You feel slightly protective about them. Mm. Like, I feel protective about you, but it's like, middle done. It's such a I feel like more protective about them being like, no, honey, like, 
She's got a nice face and a nice body, but the rest is not. I or something, you know. I I I never inter- like not no, interfere, but I never. Well, but you said your opinion. Don't lie. My, my face said my opinion and my energy said my opinion. Okay, so my bestie and I had a falling out. But he's not a confrontational person, yeah. right? Um, He's gotten better at communicating over the years. Like, it's actually a sound But it's amazing because he's even said to me as well, he's like, I know I'm really shit at communicating. I'm trying to be better. He's been a lot better. No, I'm just trash. Because, he, because he's also in London. Yeah. So oh, they're both in London. I'm just terrible. So I've taken over his wife. He knows this. Like, his wife has replaced him in, in, his, in my life. So I'm really good friends with his wife and her parents. Um, and I was his best woman at his wedding. So like, it gave him away. Like, we were really, really friends. He's my brother, right? But there was a relationship before he met his, his wife that just, I, I didn't approve of it. I mm-hmm. didn't approve of the person. Didn't think she was a good person. Um, and we just didn't get along. And I'm pity. If I know you don't like me, I do not want you to pretend. Like, yeah. just do not hide from me. Just be honest. I'm not going to die if you don't like me. We're adults, guys. Like, not everybody's going to like the other person. But what you cannot do is go, and then touch me. And then touch me. We don't need to touch each other at this point. You know, like, is one that language is touch. No, I'm talking about a person who does not like me. Yeah. I invite touch if we are cool like this. But if you, if you don't, if you don't touch me, please do not. I don't like pretentious energy, mm. but her and I did not get along. And then I hear, so me and him had a bit of a falling out. Um, <clears throat> we then repaired the friendship because it was important and it was painful to not, to not speak to him for that, for that long duration. Then I hear from him later that there was an issue and I wasn't imagining it. Yeah. Do you understand? And the issue was, well, the the influence and I don't even like that term the influence that she thought that I had in his life and there was also a slight like thing of she wasn't sure if if there was anything that had ever happened or if I liked him if he liked me and it's never ever been that it's just always been platonic yeah like you you will like you will come friends with someone when you dark because you see the good the bad and the yeah ugly. you go through everything it's just well it's like because Jake and I were good we were primary school then he moved schools but we were always in school and you're always seeing that and he was still playing rugby at the school and everything. So we'd always, and he lived down the road from me. We literally had one of those friendships where he would get on his bike, ride 100 meters up to where I lived, mm-hmm. ring the doorbell and be like, do you want to go to the bike ramps? And then we'd go and like cycle, yeah. go like on the ramps. There were some other people in the neighborhood that we would take, but it was like, or as S2. He would just literally just randomly rock up at the house and be like, do you have food in the bed? <laughs> like that was the I literally have Facebook status like to wall post. He's posted my story. I'm coming over. I hope you have some dinner, bitch. Like that, that was the friendship. It's like, do you have food? We would, I'm pretty sure like Jay got extra meals at my house for like five years. <laughs> he just come and be like, hey, like next one I know. Do you have food? I'm like, I was like, we just let your drive in. <laughs> just come up with food. Sure. And he was loving. He's like, you guys always have weird Ukrainian food, but it's amazing. <laughs> yes. Okay. We were poor at first year. We were like first and second year. We were like dead poor. And we couldn't afford food. Because Balish was like better. Balish is always. But we had to stretch Ted around. Like we had to learn how to stretch Ted around. So we eat a lot of TV bars. Remember those things? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. It's all around. Really? Yeah. We used to eat a ton of TV bars. And then, of course, like you won the competition. Very nutritional. Mm-hmm. Like you'd stretch that thing. No wonder it was so thin. 
like a stretch and little tender and bar um, until the evening you buy those little pick and pay chips. But like, I'm very appreciative for him. And I don't say this to him often. Um, in the so house. Love you, pretty. Um, I'm very appreciative to you um, in how you always allowed me to be myself. Mm-hmm. Like, well, Chuchu has a way of just introducing me to people and like, People just come up to me and go, oh, you're Mtucha's best friend. She says this, 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 and that about you. And I'm always like, that's me. Even though we don't always communicate and I get very upset with him about it. I've learned to not take it personally anymore. Oh, yeah. I've uh, done that a long time ago. Just mm. Also, like, I just also think not a lot of men like to just communicate on just WhatsApp as well. So, like, Jake and I, we weren't really message one another on WhatsApp. We'll have mm. like a call like once a month. But the thing is I know that if I send him a message saying someone's up, he will call me right away. Like when Jeremy passed. Mm. I remember he was one of the first people I messaged. And literally as soon like as soon as he read the message, he called me and he's like, what happened? Mm. And then like every day that week he was messaging me. Mm. And then he also called me once or twice during the week and the week after mm. and stuff as well. Because see growing up with the family shows a few things. So like he's the he's the worst on the phone and he yeah. knows that and he'll open his save he has been better and he's like I'm trying to be better so like now and then I'll get like a random message from him just being like hey Dickie miss you like oh how are you always calls me Dickie thanks you know me too his messaging has become so infrequent that I think something is wrong when he messages me so like oh he'll phone me he'll video for me and I'm like what happened like, that's my first instinct now. Like, that's what you're frequent. Yeah, like, what's wrong? And he's like, no, I just missed you. <laughs> you can just say, hey, friend, I miss you. Like, I'm not used to this. You must keep the same energy. Like, you must tell me where you're going to switch it up. Like, I, I, don't, I don't know. Or um, I'll talk to Sai and then I'll find out if something's yeah. wrong. But we had we have a really good relationship where she will tell me if he needs me. Yeah. And she'll be like, I see, like, something's, something's up. She's just message for me. Like, so then I'm but that's again. also so important is that when they do meet a partner, that you get on with them as well. I because it's like two important women in his life. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if you're not including mothers, the blame. Really. But it's like two people that you were choosing to be in your life. Yeah. They have to get on. We're in his wallpaper. So before they got married, we went on this, we went on this little yacht. And I'll show you. It's this picture. And he sent it to me. So this picture, um, so we're, oh, that's from on my brother. <clears throat> I think it's, it's this one and this one. Let me go to Instagram. Thank you. Sorry. Wanted to show. He sent it to me and he was like, you guys don't have wallpapers. Yes. Oh, it's this one. That one? Yes. That's very cute. I know. That's me and his wife and I adore Sky. Like she loves him. Um, like, and he loves her as well. If, if Sky decided tomorrow that she wanted to be purple, I'm sure he'd probably take the crown and color himself in just so she wouldn't have to be alone. That is sweet. <laughs> but that's, that's, nice. that's such a good match. Isn't well. Yeah. Yeah. And I think also, you know, when you, it's, it's a very special friendship to where it's like, it's, you're just friends. Mm. It's like, there's nothing more. You're just made because. Sometimes you need a guy's opinion and men do need world's opinions. Like, yeah. JT can say to me, like, really miss having like 
girlfriends around me. I just realized how many men is like, I had so many black girlfriends in South Africa. And because mm. obviously you like the leader. I'm like, well, at least we know. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, you the leader, obviously not like, I mean, um, but he's like, I really just miss it. He's like, I just realized when his mom and sister came up, he says that he's just always around guys. And he's like, I'm getting to a point where like, I really feminine energy again. He's mm. like, I do miss you. He's like, I just really am shit on the phone. I was like, it's fine. I've accepted He's like, I'm trying to communicate better. And I was like, I see you. Well done. I'm proud of you. Yes. So at least it's on those steps. But, um, uh, cause I know sometimes he'll say to me, he's like, I really just need to talk to you because I need a girl's opinion. He's like, mm. talking with guys, like, he's like, you're just kind of, you'll help. You know, be honest and like label about it. Mm. And because he's like, I just feel like I want to talk to some people about it. Mm. I think also it goes back that we've known each other for so long. Yeah. There's like no judgment because we've seen each other through and through a lot. A lot. Yeah. I also have that relationship with Tammy. Um, but they're the only two guy friends that I then I've had really. I don't know. Later in my life, making male, male friendships is hard mm. because. There is a weirdness of like, maybe like we're going to date or whatever. And I don't necessarily want that. I just want friends. Yeah. You know, um, and, and that's weird to navigate because like Tammy and I will sit, we also do talk frequently. Um, like maybe three, four months will pass while I'll get like a random little text on Instagram or a random voice note. He sent me a cute little voice note. Um, and then when he's, when he's here, then we like, we'll sit at a restaurant Breakfast will start, like we'll have lunch and then we'll move somewhere else. We'll mm-hmm. close the restaurant just talking. Yeah. Like just catching up, just figuring out life and like appreciate him because he's always so honest. Yeah. That's so large. He's very, very honest with me, but he's also very honest with himself. Yeah. Um, he accounts, he accounts for himself very well. Like it's been nice to see the transformation and who he was in first year versus now we is at 31. Like, yeah, as well. It's his birthday this month. Well, good, good that you remembered. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think it's the 31st of November. Next month, next month. Okay, so six month, not this month. Yeah, yeah. But like, it's been a, it's been a good friendship because we also had a falling out as well. Yeah. We had a mass falling out. And I remember. Didn't appreciate it, but we like worked our way back in the friendship. And that's hard to do. Yeah, that is. But you also both kind of got to want to do it as well. But it's nice that you also came back to it because... I mean, with all relationships, there's always hiccups. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it happens in friendships as well, where there'll be like a little moment where maybe there's a hiccup or something. It doesn't always happen, but it does mm-hmm. from time to time. So maybe you guys just, because like from what you said, the growth, so maybe he needed to go through something and figure it out. So you had to have that time apart yeah. as friends yeah. so that he could have just himself and his time to figure himself out. Yeah, yeah. Because he's, you're, he's very bland, that one. You're very arrogant, you know this. <laughs> I say it over loud. He's arrogant and confident and all of those things, but he's also a very good friend. Mm. You know, like he will, he will, he will be honest with you in your accounts if you're not being accountable, you know. Um, I remember I got a solo in third year and he was like, I see you need to like, you can't let these little girls beat you. You need to like step up now. Yeah. You can't, you can't sit and play. You cannot do that. You can't let these little fools like show you up, you know. And I didn't like to hear that at the time, but I understand what he meant in yeah. hindsight. He just wanted me to be better. Yeah. You know, you need to push yourself. For me to, to push be myself. Like, great. Yeah, exactly. And I'm just, I'm just the same. Like, we don't work well together when he's a choreographer. I remember when he was choreographing, I did not like him. Didn't want to be in his piece. 
And I said this to him and he drew the line very well. He was like, okay, now I'm choreographer. When we're outside, I'm your friend. And I was like, I'm not that mature. I still don't like you. I'm not I don't like you right now, so I cannot talk to you. I'm I'm annoyed. We've been doing this for four hours. You were a dick. I'm inside that rehearsal, so I I, I can't. I'm not that mature. We petty LaBelle. I'm petty and I know it. It's okay. It's okay. But we navigated. We work better when I write and he choreographs. So you're saying you've been you find it's difficult to make guy friends now. Yeah. In the later age. Why? I don't know. It's like a weirdness, man. Like, I've never, I don't, I haven't had, let me not say I've never, I haven't had anyone approach me with the intentions of friendship. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, at all. That's like, that when that person is male for you, it's different because you've got Barry and David and Prince. Yeah. But that's also, we've been, we were all at school together as well. So just from school days, from high school. And then later. And later on, yeah, I'm just trying to think like who I've made like good mates with that I'll actually like see after school. Well, there's people that I made friends with at varsity that um, I'm still friends with that nothing ever happened. It was just platonic. Like I was friends with Dan for a long time. Like we're not as, we used to be much closer, not so much anymore, but we're still friendly. And then um, one of my like good mates, Ivan as well, we had like a little tradition of like always getting carriage like that was mm. our thing. And so if he's down here, why well, go up to Victoria and then we always get a carriage and it's also just been straight friendship. Mm. And that was from Varsity UCT Radio. But I think also as you get older, the pe- the guys you start meeting more now, it's either while you're out, so it's kind of like and single, so it is that kind of mode. So people are not going to approach you in a friendly manner in that way. Or you're meeting people through... Friends, boyfriends, or whatever, like. But then that's obviously already a very different dynamic. But you may, like, can't, I mean, I've got, like, mates at work that I'll, like, go for, like, lunch or something that's also, there's never been any intention. Mm -hmm. But then again, it's not like now where I will go for lunch or coffee with, like, Barry or David or Chris or Jay. Um, And there's, and Donnie. Dunning and Riggs with as well. That's also just straight friendship. And then used to go, go and cute little dates as well. Yeah, we would yeah. go for dinner. That's how we'd catch up. Yeah. I've done it a long time. Life has just been hectic for the this past two years. Yeah. His dad passed, Jeremy passed. And so it's been very obviously busy with family and yeah. um, around that. And then he's also, then COVID happened and he also owns a business in Botswana. So he's been very like everywhere. Yes. So we haven't been able to see each other as much. And then Obviously, when you get in relation dynamics, change and things. But mm. I, I know Matt would not have a problem if I would be like, well, I'm going to dinner with Donnie. Mm. And then it would just be the two of us. Because women I've spoken about, I said, nothing will change our friendship like this. Yeah. Um, I said, maybe we won't sit and drink till like three in the morning or one of our partners will sit with us after the dinner. Yeah. Said, but then I would like for us to sort of keep so that that's how we catch up and we see one another because... I do value our friendship. And I think that's also what's important from girl side who has like guy mates and mm. the guy side who has girl mates. It's also you have to make a person in that relationship feel secure about Absolutely. it. Absolutely. And you can't go out of your way to make them feel insecure because then you're not really that person's no. friend. Yeah. And I certainly believe that. Like, I, there has to be boundaries with, with it. Absolutely. That's and what makes it work. about this. Like, I'm not going to run and jump on the person in front of their partner. No, no, we don't do that here. Also, we're 30 years old or getting to 30. 
Mm. We don't run and jump on our mates. You can run and jump on the park man mm. and go run and jump on that all the time. Mm. But I don't want to see someone jump on you. No, why are you jumping? Because there are people that do that intentionally. So like, um, there are, there are girls or friends with their male counterpart mm. or the, the, the female best friend will intentionally make the girlfriend feel yeah. insecure. That's not, and that's nasty. You don't do that. You, know, um, you always make, I find that from my experience, you go and make dates of like, I haven't always been the nicest when it came to like one of, I'm not going to mention which one of the guy makes his girlfriends. Just mm-hmm. the reason. <laughs> so, but I was always nice and friendly, but I'm pretty sure they knew I didn't like them. Mm. And I know that the guy knew I didn't like the girlfriend. Mm. So that did cause a little bit of tension, but they're not together anymore now. So I was right. <laughs> but I could have been more mature, I think. And I've learned that and I've admitted that as much That's as well. Nice. But it's just more kind of like out of, that's what I'm saying. If you're more protective, it's because it's like, it's like now you're dating my family. You trying yeah. to come in here. Like, what are your intentions with my, with my family? You yeah. know, it's like, how old do your brothers bring a girlfriend home? You're going to be like, do I like you? Mm. I don't tell him to do dating. He doesn't want to hear us. Really? No, no, no. No, no, it's like serious. Like, even when it was serious, like, in my last relationship, he was so unbothered. Like, he... That's also not that. No, like, he had very min eyelashes. He was just like, you deserve more. Like, you're not wrong. He wasn't, he wasn't wrong. He was, he was right. He was completely, completely, completely unbothered. Whereas I'm, like, integrated in his life. You know, like, I'm friends with his wife's parents. We have sleepovers, you know? Like, I'm friends with his mother-in-law. But I'm sure if he liked your partner, it would be the same. Mm. Well, I don't know. I don't know. He hasn't ever liked anyone, so I don't have. I've never. Well, there's had no one you've been to like. Fair, fair. Oh. Thank, thank you. I need to drink water for that. <laughs> so, do you want ice for that burn? <laughs> yes, I would like some. But he was just like, mm-hmm. no. But when Sky and I met, I knew that there was something happening mm. between the two of them. But also, she's just such a nice chick. Like, yeah, she is. She's she so is. cool. She's really funny. Um, and like who he is when he's around her. Like, you can't, you can't not love them together, you know? And she's so, she's such, she's such a cool chick. But it's what, it's, it's, like, it's your family. You want them to be happy. You want them to meet someone that is good for them and make them happy. Mm. So I think it's the same. So when you meet someone that's going to do what Sai does for her, him, I think he will then be imprinted and invested in your life. You raise. Yeah, because I mean, it's, it, I think it's only natural. Like, if you don't like the, someone that your family's dating, you don't really, like, it'll be nice and they will come to the family things, whatever, mm. but you're not going to go out of your way to make an effort with him. No, and he hasn't. He's just like, mm, show me out. Those, those are the words that I not today. I don't, I don't, I don't feel like it, but like, I'll tell Sai, like Sai and I have our own separate friendship Yeah. and outside of their relationship. Cause I think that that's really important, yeah. you know? Um, so like, I've also made it a point to say to her, I don't need you guys to message me together. Yeah. I'm not friends with you as a couple. I'm friends with you individually. Yeah. So don't tag team me. Like if I want time with you, I want time with you specifically. Yeah. And if I want time with him to travel, I'm to tip specifically. Yeah. So we have our own things that we will talk about. And I don't I don't want to be tag teams. Yeah. Like I don't require that. But no, but then that sounds all really healthy and it sounds like you also were a good friend and went out of your way to make her also feel comfortable with the friendship so that then if you do want time with him to to just him to discuss because there's certain things you want to talk to him about. Mm. She's 
not even going to bat an eyelid at that. And it's because he loves it. And I respect that. Like, I don't understand how you can, if you really love your friend, I could never go and go out of my way to talk badly about anything bad. Speak, just respect Matt, for mm-hmm. example, because I love you. Yeah. And I see how happy he makes you. And if I were to now be a shitty human being and just make him feel shit all the time, yeah. that says a lot about me, yeah, right? And what my intention for your happiness is, then do I do I really care about you? Yeah, You know what I mean? Because yeah. your happiness should come first to me because that's friendship and I should support you. So like, if he loves this person, I should do my best to love him as well. That's just my view. Yeah. But what if they're not a good person? And they still love him. I've been, I've been there. You know, I've been there, and it was hard. I've tried. It, it, it made things in the friendship quite murky um, and very, very tricky because the the dislike was very mutual. Mm-hmm. Like it was absolutely mutual. Um, not going to name names, but the dislike was the dislike was mutual. Um, I didn't trust her. She didn't trust me. Um, she did not like me, but she pretended to like me. But she irked me um and i just didn't why do you think why are you fake and i just didn't trust the intentions because to me it was very convenient no offense this is controversial like you didn't like this person until they won a competition not all of a sudden you're invested excuse me you're not going to do that to my friend like why are you using him but anyway no also just being when and how do we wrap this up now i think we're coming around to like an hour again Always talk so long. Yeah, we go on diverging, which is fun. Mm. So, how do we bring this to friends there now? Well, we hope that you enjoyed us talking about the misconception of contraception and life with a male based friend. Let us know what you want to hear us talk about. We'll figure it out. We'll put it out our hats as well. We'll try and figure things out. But it's also great to hear what people want to hear in different takes and dynamics on things. Because it is life in black and white, after all. I didn't know where you were going with that at the beginning, because you just went, well, yeah, I'm trying to sign off. <laughs> I want to say jumbo, but that means hello. Sayonara. Sayonara.